New Zealand Rugby began consultation earlier this year and input on the development of a strategy to support Pacifica Rugby. Uh, through the Tau Pacifica Advisory Group and Strategy Subcommittee, New Zealand Rugby made the committee a commitment to develop a strategy to support the aspirations of Pacifica Rugby community. We're joined now on Pacific Days by Savia Tama, Eroni Clark, Pacifica Engagement Manager at New Zealand Rugby, to tell us more about the launch which uh, took place last Friday at Eden Park in Auckland. Thank you as always for your time. Um, and warm Pacific greetings, Brian. It's always lovely to be on your show with you and um, great, uh, really, really excited about the work and where this specific strategy is forging ahead to really moving in the aspirations of our Pacifica people in rugby. An overview, firstly, Savia Tama, of uh, the launch last Friday. Oh, the, I mean, it was really important um, in terms of having that start point that visible start point for Pasfika. Um, the launch was important to also to to let the not just our in Aotearoa know that um that there's a stake in the ground for Pasfika, but that also too it's it's to it's it's global as well. So that I suppose many of the national sporting organizations of rugby particularly around the globe can see that there's New Zealand rugby are really leading the way in terms of engaging more with our Pacific communities given the contribution of Pasfika to New Zealand rugby. Vision, goals for the New Zealand rugby Pasifika strategy. Talk to us more on that, Savia Tama. Really important, like like for 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 a strategy. The strategy really is our um, just as our people, you know, in in days of old when they would use the stars, they would use the, many of the elements, the the oceans, the currents to be able to navigate the, you know, life, navigate through the oceans to, to in terms of direction. Well, similarly, this specific strategy does exactly that as well for, for us in terms of what our goals and aspirations are. Really key and important for us seeing this strategy and what it does, better engagement with our Pacific communities, better, more engagement with our accessibility, the accessibilities uh, for our Pacific. We are, it's well documented, um, um, Brian, that we see on TV, that we see how well represented we are <clears throat> on the field, but certainly on the off field and on, on non-playing roles, we are underrepresented. And that's right throughout the whole rugby organization from administration to community rugby, to even to the place of governance where they are making decisions. And so this strategy, this strategy really does begin to help to improve um, and also to make accessible um, these areas um, for us as our, for our Pacific communities. And I think also what it does, it also helps to create a lot more better culturally responsive uh, rugby community towards our Pacific athletes, their families, and also particularly our, our communities as well. Savia Tama, tell us more about the work Tausofa Tasi Pacifica Advisory Group and the, the, the strategy subcommittee uh, does, and especially their contribution towards uh, the uh, the New Zealand Rugby Pacifica strategy as such. Really, imp- I suppose the <clears throat> the the Tausofa Tasi Pacifica Advisory Group. Um, the I suppose if we take it a, even back a bit further, even to my role. Um, came about by a couple of reviews that was important and also some collaboration 
that New Zealand rugby um, had worked with in terms of how do we better engage Pacific communities and some of the recommendations out of the re reviews and, and research, particularly the uh, Navigating Two Worlds program, which was a collaboration between New Zealand rugby, AUT, and also with Auckland rugby on how do we better engage, how do we forge better pathways for Pacific into these non-playing roles. And one of the recommendations that came was certainly that you needed to have a Pacific advisory that advises um, to the New Zealand Rugby um, exec, to the New Zealand Rugby board, and also to the New Zealand Māori board as well. And so these, and out of that also, the other recommendations was in terms of creating better uh, uh, culturally competent, if, I suppose I always stop when I say I need to stop with competent because Competent is a lifelong journey. So really, it's really understanding the Pacific journey for non-Pacific people within rugby. So how do we improve that? Because that better gives better outcomes for our Pacific peoples in uh, rugby as well. And so with these and other recommendations um, made from out of these reviews, um, they needed obviously a, a, a point of person that would implement these recommendations and so my role was born out of that and then in one of the first things that we did that uh, was then to look at um, creating uh, this advisory that not only supports New Zealand rugby and or the Maori rugby board but also informs my role and so um, and out of that one of the first meetings that we had for Tausofa Tasi advisory group was then looking at in my mind we needed to have a strategy we needed to have um, a, a roadmap that would really help us to begin to increase capacity for Pasifika in rugby, um, and particularly off the field, and also look at improving culturally responsive um, uh, engagement for non for our non Pasifika in rugby as well. Just to name a couple of the the key things that we needed to really look at first. Tell us a bit about that um, the consultation uh, process which took. Uh, place earlier this year and uh, you know some of the, the things that came out of that would, which eventually ended up as part of the Pasifika strategy Saviatama what were you hearing yeah. from our Pasifika rugby communities across Aotearoa hmm. what was out from the first meeting of Tausofa Atasi the subcommittee was formed that there they began and what we thought was would be really good we 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 knew that there was uh, anecdotally what were some of the key things that we needed to improve in rugby, like the cultural responsiveness, like the non-playing areas that we need to increase the capacity of from governance in other areas. And so, um, so what we began to do, we began to develop based on research, um, but partnering together uh, was really important in our communities. We partnered together with Moana Connect, a, a research um, organization um, for Pacific by Pacific as well. And that began to help us to begin to forge ahead and began to develop um, uh, this, this strategy so that it really did um, meet the needs, what we found and out of research, what the needs of our people were. Then when, once this was developed, then we took that draft to our communities and, and began to work with our community to say, this is what we believe are some of the, the key areas that, we, uh, that, that, are, that are missing in rugby. Um, and what are we missing here in this draft? And so then our, our communities were able then to advise. Um, and so from that, we were able to, to gain some key pillars that we work from that help us then, that are that guiding roadmap for us out of the, out of the, um, in the, in the strategy. So it was a really good process. It was a long process, but it was a process, again, that we need to have um, of hearing the voices of our communities.
Ultimately, for you and the members of Tasi Pacifica Advisory Group, what is the end, end goal, the end game for the New Zealand Rugby's Pacifica strategy, Savia Tama? Yeah, it's, this is a this is a five year strategy. I, I think certainly um, the key areas that we really want to see out from this the strategy over the next five years is an increase of our Pacific peoples, the, an increase of of capacity into those non playing roles, particularly um, and, and for me specifically, really we're looking at governance. There's only three percent right across the provincial union out of the twenty six provincial union boards. We only have three percent of Pacifica representation, and um, and looking at super, super rugby clubs, there's even more uh, minimal in terms of of percentage of representation of Pacific on those boards. So we really need to have uh, Pacific voices at that governance level because certainly we contribute so well on the field, but we really need to also have our voices heard at the places where they are. We want to see a lot more. We see one a lot more of. Of a, of a rugby wider environment that understands our people, that understands the athletes that they have within their clubs and how they can respond to them better. It, it always will, will, it will always produce better outcomes for our Pacific people, which means also better outcomes on the field performance as well. So I think that's really important. And I think also under it, we, I'd really love to see what we'll see out of this specific strategy is a lot more better engagement of the prevent, of the rugby environment, of the rugby community towards our Pacific peoples. So we're, we're looking at in terms of unlocking some of the potential of our Pacific peoples leadership um, even more. Now, this is specifically to our athletes um, as well. So I think just to touch on a few, two or three things there, um, that's the wonderful thing. There's an action plan. I think it's really important to to um, to, um, to 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 be heard as well in terms of in 2024, there's an action plan. It's one thing to have a strategy, but we certainly need to have an action plan that begins to implement um, some of the key things um, around for 2024, and it will be viewed every year. So um, so each year we'll look at a form, another um, action plan, continue on some of the things that have happened in the first year, and we'll do this right throughout till to 2029, where we'll then review again. So we want to ensure that we are meeting the needs of our Pacific communities currently. And I think that's really, really important too. So we're not just the needs of our Pacific communities, but also the needs of where our non-Pacifica um, rugby um, community as well, so that we can answer their needs that help them to engage better with us as a community as well. Savia Tama, where can people read New Zealand Rugby's Pacifica strategy? Mm-hmm. Where can they get a, a copy or read online? Absolutely. There is a website, www.nzrugby.co.nz forward slash Pacifica. And so there you can download um, the the strategy itself. And also you can also view what the action plan is for 2024, um, the key things that we'll be focusing on. And there's a couple of other um, related articles, particularly the Navigating Two Worlds. So please check out the website, download a copy um, from the of the of the strategy there. And um, and so we are which we are really, really excited about to move forward to building better pathways, but also building more importantly better environments for our bus figure to flourish. And the wonderful thing about this too, Brian, we want to make sure that this is this is a it's a first, and we celebrated that on Friday. It's a first for any NSO um, in Aotearoa, but also to right across the 
the the rugby globe um so you know this i think it also will pay to be also a uh, it, it, it paves the way to being a i suppose a template because when you think the diaspora of Pacifica right across rugby, across the rugby globe, England, Wales, France, even in some of the, the, the smaller um, national sporting organizations and unions, there's Pacifica there. And so surely the, the question that I ask is, is your environments, are they set up to help our Pacifica to flourish in those nations? So this Pacifica strategy really does pave the way to being a template for many of those um, those nations as well. New Zealand Rugby's Pacific Engagement Manager, Savia Tama, Eroni Clark, Fabitele Lavalawa, Fionga, Savia Tama, and uh, all the best. God bless you, Manuia. Vasoi Fua. Vasoi Lava.